You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents On the Rubber, a look at both teams' pitching numbers through now six innings. Utah's pitchers through six have allowed 12 hits, 10 runs, all of them earned. They've walked four, struck out three, one wild pitch. For BYU pitchers through six complete, four hits, no runs. Cougar pitchers have walked two, struck out five. No wild pitches, one hit by pitch. Taking us to the top of the seventh. It's brought to you by Discount Tire on the rubber. Let's get you taken care of. Alex Sardina. First pitch he sees. He lifts to center field. Center fielder takes three or four steps in and makes the catch. Carter Booth and one gone for BYU in the the top of the seventh inning. Sardina, after going triple and single, goes strikeout and flyout. One out for BYU in the top of the seventh inning of a game. The Cougars lead 10 to nothing at Utah. Well, Sardina was a machine there for a few at-bats. His first six at-bats, he was a machine. He's starting to come down to earth a little bit. (laughs) He was five for six in his first six at-bats in two starts for BYU. Colin Reuter, bit of a machine himself when it comes to cranking balls out. Yep. Two-run shot in the second to really get this thing going. And a 1-3 ground out and a 5-3 ground out in the third and the fifth innings. Swinging strike on a 1-0 count. 1-1 one one from Dusty Schram to Colin Reuter. Good. Schram for Utah is the fifth pitcher used. Good healthy swing right there for Colin. Colin has reached base safely in five consecutive. It's fouled back to the screen for strike two. One ball, two strikes, one out, and no one on here in the top of the seventh inning on a cool gray and potentially wet night here in Salt Lake City. This game was scheduled to start at 6, moved it to 5 to beat the weather. And this game is official. And we'll see if that weather indeed impacts things here in the final three innings. Take by Colin on a 1-2. The count even at two balls and two strikes. That's a close take right there. The catcher tried to frame that. Didn't get the call. BYU in the black caps with the Sailor Coog. Black jerseys with the Sailor Coog. Gray pants tonight. Righty v. Righty. This battle, another layoff for a full count of three and two. Greg, I got to give Coach Littlewood, uh, I got to tip my hat to him. He designed a really good-looking uniform. Yeah. Uh, and our, our whites, too, the, with the, the nice uh, script writing that we have as well. Good-looking new uniforms we have. I've been begging for a black uniform since I've been here, and I'm glad we finally have it. And that's a walk for Colin Reuter. So, away and outside for ball four from Dusty Schramm, and Reuter has a one-out walk for BYU. Is there an all-black look as part of well, the soft, black jersey? No, softball's wearing one right now. They're wearing... Coach, we're not a big fan of the, the black pants that'll match. Okay. It's more of a softball look. There's some baseball teams out there that'll do it, but uh, we're not big... Uh, we're more traditionalist when it comes to that stuff. Inside to Deming for ball one. So it'll be black jerseys, but nothing monochromatic for BYU this year. With the black jerseys, certainly sharp with that Sailor Coog on the chest. The 1-0. Well, and the, Off uh, speed for strike one. The, uh, the socks, if the player decides uh, at home, it's the white uniform, all the pants are built to be up, right? So that you have to show off the, the old school striped socks. Both these gray pants, they're longer, so you can go up or down. And Brock Watkins, who's on deck, has them up. You really get to show off the stripes. 1-2. Two. 
which is a black sock with a white and royal stripes going through there. Three or three stripes each, I think, which kind of tie it all together really nicely. On the stirrup socks? On the stirrups, yep. And nice. One ball, two strikes. One out, one on for BYU top seven. They lead 10-0. Take outside. 80 miles per hour from SRAM. Two balls and two strikes to Austin Deming. Deming, a single on the night. One for three. A 1-3 ground out. A single and scoring in the fourth. And then a 6-3 ground out in the fifth. Swinging strike for strike three. And two are gone here in the top of the seventh inning. Yeah, good slider right there. So the frontwards K from Deming. And Brock Watkins on a three-for-three three night. He has scored twice. Doubled in the second, singled and scored in the fourth, singled and scored in the sixth. Three for three for Brock Watkins, now hitting 333 on the year. And his on-base percentage now up to 423. We'll see a pitching change for Utah. We'll tell you who pitches next for the Utes after this. It's Cougars 10, Utes nothing. Top seven, two out for Brock Watkins with a runner on when we come back to Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. There's nothing like For more BYU baseball, That's let's rejoin the Mike. voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Utah, Gage Webster. Southpaw of Anchorage, Alaska. Six foot four, 220 pound redshirt freshman from, Ang uh, sorry, beg your pardon. Branson Keel. Branson Keel will be the pitcher. Not lefty, but righty. It'll be Keel, Jersey 12. Out of Rapid City, South Dakota. 6'2", 193, his dimension. So Branson Keel enters the game for Utah. In a game the Utes trail by a score of 10 to nothing. We're in the top of the seventh. Two out and one on for BYU. And Keel on the hill. Keel making his second appearance is all. And hasn't pitched since February 20th. That would be opening weekend. So it's been a while for Branson Keel. He went, uh, well, didn't get it out. He gave up. It had, it had to have been a grand slam. He gave up one hit and four runs. So we're thinking. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it, it was a, it was so a grand he, slam. He, so he, he'd have to walk three guys and then give up the hit, right? Yeah, he had, he had two walks. So it must have been hit by pitch as well because how do you give up four with just yeah, the one hit? Yeah, uh, he had uh, two walks and a wild pitch and one hit by pitch. Yep, and then, and the, then the grand slam. Yep, wow. So that was, <laughs> was an eventful appearance yes, for Branson Keel. So a little less drama involved tonight as just one runner is on and the team's down 10-0. So Branson Keel, the right-hander, checks in. BYU will bring Brock Watkins back to the batter's box. Watkins on his three for three night. BYU two home runs in this game. Kooks now on the year. Sitting at 11 home runs. And when the Cougars homer, they're four and one coming in two tonight. When they score six runs or more, again, that's the target number, uh, six runs. The BYU six and oh this year when they score six or more. And they've got more. They've got 10. 10 nothing. Cougs lead the Utes for top seven. Two out and a runner on for Brock Watkins. The runner on first is Reuter. And a mighty lash from Brock on the first pitch he sees from Keel. And no balls and a strike to Watkins. Cougs 10, Utes nothing. With weather forecast here in Salt Lake City. That's another swinging strike for Brock Watkins. So the three for three night with a couple runs scored. But he's behind the new pitcher Keel 0-2. 
Well, it's always tough when you've just never seen a pitcher. There's not a lot of film on him because he only threw to the few batters this year. And it was like almost four weeks ago. Yeah. The 0-2. That's ball one well away. He may have needed some time to recover from that one appearance. Yeah, it's tough seeing that 99 ERA. You just don't want to see that for anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be like that forever, but, man, that's tough. About everything that could go wrong yeah. did go wrong in yeah. his one appearance. I feel bad for the kid. Culminating in a grand slam. Brock stays alive in the count. Fouling it down the first baseline. Stays one and two with two out. But these are also the games now, if you're Utah, that because you're down 10 run in the seventh, you can maybe see a few guys, if you can develop and see, have a few guys throw some innings to see if you can get some other guys to help you out. The one-two to Brock. The nine hitter, the shortstop for BYU. And runner on the move, delayed throw to second. The throw gets away from the second baseman, taking second is Reuter. Yeah, so Colin read the slider in the dirt. Catcher did a good job. When he actually blocked it, Greg, he actually picked it clean. So he was able to get up and make the throw. Had the throw been on line, I think he possibly would have been out because Colin doesn't run well, but it was offline, and he slides in there. It should be a stolen base, yep. On his first attempt. Yeah, catcher with speed. Don't ever tell him that, though. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't give that head big because keep telling him he's slow and he believes he's fast, so we'll keep telling him that. So BYU now 7 for 10 on stolen base tries this year. Ruder has his first. Brock Watkins flies it to right. It's going get back, wings, get back, wings. and it is caught oh, on the track. Good play. Caught on the track he's by Dakota Duffalo, and he hits the wall hard, slow to get up. That drifted, 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 and was grabbed on the track just shy of the wall. A long out for the third out in the top of the seventh for BYU. For the Cougars in the top of the seventh, no runs on no hits. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go bottom seven. Cougs 10, Utes 0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We've just had the seventh inning stretch brought to you by Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU 10 and Utah no score is our score. Bottom seven. We've also had, just had a, p a pitching change, a PZ Printing pitching change. They're brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Making his first non-starting appearance of the year is Nate Daly. Daly in four starts has gone 14 and a third with an ERA of 5.02. He comes in relief tonight with his team leading 10-0. We'll talk more about Nate and this non-starting appearance as he gets a tip strike from Utah's first batter in the bottom of the seventh, Alex Beza, the left-handed hitting Beza versus the righty Daly. So the 0-1 from Nate. And that's laced, but oh, caught. Yes, the backhand is. is stabbed. The line drive stabbed by Andrew Pintar. Yes, and is. one quickly gone here in the bottom of the seventh. Pinney making a leap to his right. And the backhand catch of the line drive shot. Yeah. And one gone. That ball was hit well. And great job, Pintar. Last time we saw Nate Daly was on the weekend at Arlington. He started against OSU and went three complete. Gave up three hits, four runs, two of which were earned. Do we see him coming out of the pen tonight? Yeah, out of the pen tonight. Next batter, Matt Richardson, oh, Mitch. lifts it to Mitch. Oh, and Mitch, a little late yeah. break on it, but he tough, makes the catch. It's the tough sky right now, Greg, because it's not it's that twilight at night to where he didn't see. He thought it was hit harder off the bat, so he went booking behind it, took five steps hard and realized, oh, no, it's in front of me. And because he's fast, he's able to overcome that and get back 
and make a nice easy catch. So quickly, two out here in the bottom of the seventh. A line out to Andrew Pintar and a fly out to Matt uh, to Mitch McIntyre from Matt Richardson. It'll bring up Carter Booth, and Booth fouls well, the first pitch see. he looks at out of the uh, out of play down the first baseline over the roof. It's good to see velocity back for Nate. It's 95 right wow. there. I mean, we haven't seen the consistent velocity from him in his starts, and uh, he's so talented. So righty v. righty here, Dally on the hill. And, and the Saturdays has kind of been this whole year, Greg, it's been a, a split game between him and Dally and then go to the uh, – sorry, him and Brady, Brady and then go to the pen. And, you know, Brady's just pitched a little bit better of late and going into conference play, you know, Coach Littlewood and Coach Bradshaw had conversations that, you know what, hey, I think we're going to start Brady this weekend. He's kind of pitched better of late, you know, throwing more deeper into games. Weekend. And so it's like, yeah. hey, you know what, we're going to go ahead and give him a – give him the start this weekend and Dally can be into a bullpen roll. Foul back over the roof again. One and two. Goes to two and two. The ball stays high. 84 miles per hour from Nate. Two balls, two strikes, two out, no one on. We're bottom seven and BYU's up 10 nothing. Nate Dally 6'6", 235. Another foul. This one into the seats. Under the overhang down the first baseline here at Smith's Ballpark in downtown Salt Lake City. Nate Daly out of the pen for the first time this season. His long outing as a starter was five and a third. Good Swing slider. and strikeout from Nate Daly. So the breaking ball gets the swinging strikeout from Carter Booth, and it's a 1-2-3, bottom of the seventh for Utah. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go to the top of the eighth, and BYU in command, 10-0 over the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the Cougs haven't lost a game leading after seven. The Utes haven't won one trailing after seven, and it's a big trail right now. BYU 10, Utah no score. We go top eight here in downtown Salt Lake City. We go top of the order for BYU. Mitch McIntyre in the batter's box. Mitch on a one, uh, an 0 for 2 night with a run scored. But he's now reached in 20 consecutive games. The first 14 of this season, the last six of last season. The 1-0 to Mitch from Branson Keel. And that's two balls and no strikes to McIntyre. Keel for Utah is the sixth Utah pitcher. BYU's used five. The fifth is Nate Daly, who looked effective to get the Cougars to the top of the eighth. The 2-0 to McIntyre. High pitch for ball three. Night still is falling with the uh, daylight saving change. Get you a little deeper into the evening before you see true darkness. The floodlights illuminate the diamond here at Smith's Ballpark, but it's still light. Dusk here in downtown Salt Lake and a four-pitch walk offered to Mitch McIntyre. So for Utah pitching, it's the fifth base on balls tonight. And McIntyre is aboard for the third time tonight. He flew out in the uh, second, struck out in the first, and it's a walk, a hit-by-pitch, and another walk here in the eighth. So base on balls, and McIntyre's at first for Hayden Latham. Latham hitting righty against the righty. Branson Keel, Cooks 10, Utes nothing. 10 runs, 12 hits for BYU, no runs on four hits for Utah. Four singles scattered by the Utes. Popped up down the first baseline, and... Well into the seats, a good 15 rows up. No balls and a strike. So Tuckett, BYU scored double-digit runs for the second time this season. Yeah. The first one was pretty memorable. Yes, it was. 
a game I'll never forget. 19-3 to yeah. against Arizona State and down in Phoenix. And it was 19-1 to going into the, the ninth inning. It's an onslaught. The 0-1. And Hayden takes for o or for one and one. I think I'm pretty sure Coach Littlewood is five and zero in his career against Arizona State. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. First time was down in Tempe when they played in the old park, I yep. think. Then there was a home win last year, and then the sweep down in Phoenix. One one to Latham. Which Inside around the kneecaps to two and one. He'd have to go uh, another twelve and zero after this to no another actually. 14-0 after this to tie Arizona State's longest win streak against us at one time in the 70s and 80s was 19. So they were so dominant back then, Greg. 2-1 to Latham. Pops it up. First baseman staying almost exactly where he was. Barely moved a step right back into his glove. So the high pop-up from Latham drops into the glove of Alex Beza. And one is gone here in the top of the eighth inning. So the pop-up to the first baseman will bring Andrew Pintar to the plate. The Cougs trying to get back on balance just in this series. Uh, the Utes have won seven of the last nine in the series. Cooks looking to bring it back around. They'll get two more cracks at the Utes this year. Including tonight, eight more P5 games on the schedule this season. Cougs already 5-2 in their first seven against P5 as that's taken by Andrew Pintar for a strike. Andrew Pintar reached on a fielder's choice and brought home a run in the uh, sixth inning. And that uh, last little record you said it was 7 of 9? Uh, 2 and 7 in the last yeah. nine. Well, yeah. two of those were some of the worst two years that Coach Littlewood has had at BYU where we happened to be playing Utah on a four-game series that year, and they took 3-4. to four, So that'll kind of skew where that's at because uh, I mean we've won the duel I think uh, six six or seven of the of Coach Littlewood's ten years here against them so the count even at one and one with one out and one on here in the top of the eight Penny took the barrel off the shoulder but didn't go two balls and a strike and Coach looking to even things up uh, in his personal record against Utah he'll go to 513 and 13 if BYU hangs on to this sizable lead here tonight in Salt Lake City Chance to go above 500 again against the Utes. Next time these two teams meet, they'll do it again two more times. One here, one in Provo. 2-1. That's chopped foul in the batter's box. It'll roll back to the screen. Two balls, two strikes with one gone. We're in the top of the eighth inning. You've gotten this far, Tuckett, without uh, any weather interrupting yeah. things. Uh, it's funny how that works, right? You move up a game because of rain, and they've just been slowly missing us. BYU a 10-0 lead. And nothing but crooked numbers for BYU tonight. That's the way it should be. You, you, you put up innings like that, you're going to win a lot of games. Penny awaits the 2-2. That's a one-hopper to the other second baseman. He'll scoop to the shortstop step on second. Double play. Gets the Utes out of the inning. We go to the bottom of the eighth for BYU. In the top of the eighth, no runs, on no hits. There were no errors. A runner was left on. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the top of the eighth ended with Andrew Pintar hitting into a 4-6-3 DP to get uh, the Utes out of the top half. BYU's gone two scoreless innings for the first time tonight. 
Utes bring in a pinch hitter, Zach Tolia. Zach Tolia out of Gig Harbor, Washington. Pinch hitter lead off the bottom of the eighth, hitting in the place of Dakota Duffalo. So Tolia will dig in against Boston Mabius, the southpaw Boston Mabius, BYU's next pitcher. It's PZ Printing Pitching Change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And Boston's first pitch is away and outside for ball one. Totolia. Well, Boston's last outing on Friday, he struggled. He walked the two batters he faced. Tolia fouls it over the roof, out of play down the first baseline. One ball, one strike to Zach Tolia. Pinch hitting for Duffalo out in the nine hole. Utah with four hits, four singles. And they've not gotten a runner past second base tonight. Good opportunity for Boston to get back in the confidence there. There you go. Nice pitch for strike two. One ball, two strikes, 91 miles an hour for the southpaw. Well, every time you go out there, you're pitching for more innings. And so I want to go out there with the intent. One ball, two strikes. That'll be in the dirt to BYU's catcher. They've changed catchers, I believe. That Chase Peter, is that... Uh, can't tell from here. I think they've made a switch at uh, Astolia. Drives it deep to Could right, but making the gamble. back pedal to the track is Cole Gamble, and Cole Gamble makes the catch on the warning track. So the deep fly out to right field for Zach Tolia. It does look like that is. And Chase Peterson has replaced Colin Bruder behind the plate. So uh, catching change for BYU. Have they made that change, though? Have we seen that? I, don't think, I think they may have missed it in the, in yeah. the, uh, in the stats. Of course, a catcher's got the straps covering his numbers, and sometimes you just miss it. But in glancing down, just body type, a little different from, from Ruder to, to Peterson. And so there's been a change behind the plate for BYU. So a battery change as it's Mabius now pitching to Peterson. The 0-1, the top of the order, left-handed hitting Kai Roberts. Roberts lashes it but fouled on the left field line. So Boston gets ahead of Kai Roberts, 0-2 with one out and no one on here in the bottom of the eighth inning. This game was moved up due to impending weather, but the weather is still impending. It is not arriving. What has arrived are 10 runs across the plate for BYU, 10-0 over the Utes. Good pitch. And that's a wipeout strikeout for Boston Mabius Filthy. as he goes off speed with 78 miles per hour, the offering, and Kai Roberts waving at that. And so the fan will set him to the dugout, and BYU with two gone. Sees Landon Fry step in against Mabius. So the swinging strikeout from Kai Roberts. Putting the K in Kai on the frontward strikeout. High and away to Fry for ball one from Boston Mabius. So Boston in the game. A 10-0 game. Making his third appearance of the year. I tell you what, Greg, he has really good stuff. A lot of it is a mental thing for him and just a, a mindset. But he has the stuff to be elite, and it's great to see him really pitching well so far this game. 2-0 goes to 3-0. So Boston only recorded uh, one out in his first two appearances. He's already gotten two outs here in this outing against Utah here this evening in the eighth. Pitched at Arizona State and versus Oklahoma State on the weekend. There's a 3-0 strike delivered from Mabius. Southpaw on the hill and right-handed hitting Landon Fry in the box. Fry reaching on a fielder's choice in the first. Singled in the third with stranded and a flight out to Cole Gamble in the sixth. 
And he rips that to left field. It'll be a two-hopper handle by the left fielder Hayden Latham. So a single to left for Landon Fry. And the Utes have their fifth hit, their fifth single of the night. And so one on and two out here in the bottom of the eighth inning for the third baseman Chase Anderson. Anderson on a two for three night. Singled in the first, singled in the sixth. And was stranded on both occasions. It's a 10-0 game. BYU leading Utah. Ten runs, 12 hits for BYU. The Utes have no runs on five hits. And maybe it delivers ball one to Chase Anderson. Anderson extending his hit streak to five games. Has started every game for the Utes at third base. Sign outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. BYU leading 10-0 in the bottom of the eighth. One out away from getting to the ninth. BYU this year 6-0 when leading through eight innings. The kick and fire from Mabius. The throw back to first and sauntering back is Fry. Three balls and no strikes with two out, one on for Utah here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, you can't fall behind 3-0 to good hitters. Did that to Fry. He got back 3-1, but then Fry smashed the single. Anderson's a good hitter, 297, and takes his base. So another two-on situation for Utah. It's now the fourth time the Utes have had runners on first and second tonight, I believe. And they've yet to get that runner to third base. Well, this no, is no, they did, they did have a first and third on one occasion, as I recall. Yeah, they did, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, Coach Bradshaw's going to go talk to him because right now uh, Boston's body language is not very good at all. He's walking around the mound in circles, and this is a great matchup for him left on left. He has struck out their best hitter in Kai Roberts this inning. Coach Bradshaw's got to get his mind back in it because he's got just too good of stuff to go out here and and not finish this inning without a, with a zero here. He needs to bear down, buckle up, and go get this hitter right here. He's too good not to go compete in the zone here when you're up 10 runs. The only thing that gives them hope is what? Free bases, right? And, you know, pitchers falling behind and letting good hitters hit. And the good hitter is T.J. Clarkson. Looking to extend an 11-game hit streak, but he's hitless so far tonight. 0 for 3, reaching on a fielder's choice in his last at-bat in the 6th. So Clarkson 0 for 3. Utah's home run leader and slugging percentage leader coming into tonight. That's inside. Ball 1. So 1-0 to Clarkson with 2 out, 2 on. Cougars a comfortable lead. And the Utes running out of outs. The 1-0. Maybe it's glancing back a second. Comes playward. Doesn't get the call there. Two balls and no strikes. That's six straight, though. Come on, Bost. Back in the zone right here. Lefty on the hill. Left-handed hitting T.J. Clarkson. Hitting 298 on the year. 250, though, with runners in scoring position. He's got a runner at second. And Landon Fry, Chase Anderson's at first. Two out, two balls, no strikes. Who hit him? So HBP and T.J. Clarkson will load the bases for Utah. Fry will go from second to third. Anderson will go from first to second. And T.J. Clarkson goes to first base on an HBP by Boston Mabius. Davis Kopp on an 0 for 2 night will now hit with the bases loaded. Hit by pitch in the second. Fly out to center in the fourth. And a strikeout swinging in the sixth. And the Utes, for the first time tonight, have the sacks stacked. And J. 
Chase Peterson's going to walk out and have a conversation with Boston Mabius here in the bottom of the eighth inning, and BYU leading 10 to nothing, but in a spot of bother here with the Utes in a bases-loaded two-out situation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating, and obviously Boston's frustrated as well. It's just, I don't, you know, you get two quick outs, and then you just kind of lose it. You know, you don't want to see that, but uh, this is a tough game sometimes, and just got to compete in the zone. Give it your best. You're playing your rival. You're putting it to them. You don't give them any hope. Pitcher up in the BYU pen. It's Carter Foss, and Coach Mike Littlewood might be going there. Looks like he is. He has to, actually, with uh, Coach Bradshaw already making That's right, the second visit. visit. Yep. yep. So we will have a PZ Printing pitching change for you. It is brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll take a 60-second break. We're back with Carter Foss taking the hill. And the youths with the bases loaded and two outs in the bottom of the eighth. It's BYU 10 and Utah 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Smith's Ballpark here in downtown Salt Lake City, BYU 10, Utah no score. But the uh, youths on the verge, or at least threatening two, and BYU shutout bid. Bases are loaded with youths here in the bottom of the eighth. Two out for the new pitcher. BYU's Carter Foss will enter, making his third appearance of the year. Opening weekend, he threw an inning against Marshall, gave up a hit, struck out two, no runs allowed. And then in the Arizona State sweep, he pitched an inning, gave up two hits, two runs both earned, and walked two in that appearance. So two complete innings of work for Foss. The right-hander Foss will face the right-handed hitting Davis Kopp here in the bottom of the eighth inning, and the Cougars nursing a 10-0 lead. Bases loaded for the first time tonight for the home side. Kopp digs in against Foss. First pitch ball from Carter. Just missed down. That's a string of balls now from BYU pitchers. <laughs> yeah, get back in the zone here, guys. You've heard of the Davis Cup? This is Davis Kopp. 1-0. Wild pitch or pass ball will allow a run to score. Got away from Chase Peterson. Yeah, he just babied that breaking ball, and Chase didn't give a great effort to go block it. Oh, I hate, hate giving them any uh, any free stuff there. This uh, this inning's all been free, and it's just very frustrating that you're up 10 nothing in the eighth. Don't give them anything. Make them earn it. Attack them. Land- Landon Fry scores the Utes' first run on the wild pitch. It advances Anderson to third and Clarkson to second. First base open now with two out. Two on and a 2-0 count from Carter Foss. And that's driven to center field. Mitch McIntyre on the run over his head. And that's what happens. It's a two-run double pressing for three. The throw to third and got got him. But two more runs score. The Utes plate three in the bottom of the eighth. Mitch McIntyre with his first assist of the season. Thrown out at third. Are the Utes, they plate two in the inning, and the lead goes to 10-3, heading to the top of the ninth for Utah. In the bottom of the eighth, three runs on two hits. There were no errors, and there was a runner left on. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
With two out and two on for Davis Kopp in the bottom of the eighth, he laced a double to center as he tried for third. He was thrown out at third by Mitch McIntyre. You know what that makes, Tuckett? A cop-out. <laughs> I've been waiting for that one. 10-3, Cougs lead the Utes. And look at the rain start to fall as we start the top of the ninth inning here in downtown Salt Lake City. Cole Gamble leads off the ninth for BYU. Cougs 10, Utes 3. Utes get three in the bottom of the eighth. Swinging strike from Cole. Gamble tonight is two for three with two runs and three RBI. And two of his three RBI came on a two-run blast to left center. Power alley in the third inning. The 0-1. One and one now to Cole Gamble. The rainfall begins at the very end of this one. We're in the ninth inning of a 10-3 ball game. Cooks a little more work left to do here to get out of this one, but that's when the 10-0 lead comes in handy. Yeah. So the Utes can have a decent inning and still not feel like they're on top of anything. For sure. So three runs on six hits for Utah. BYU, 10 runs on 12 hits tonight. And nothing but crooked numbers. Three in the second, two in the third, three in the fourth, two in the sixth. Cole Gamble lifts it to short left. Left fielder late break, but makes the catch. And the fly out to left field for Gamble. And for that matter, Utah's one run scoring inning was a crooked number inning. In the bottom of the eighth, three. So... All the, all the runs have been scored on two and three run innings. As Josh Cowden, who pinch hit for Ryan Sapiti, will hit for the second time. He made that pinch hit count. A single in the sixth inning. He was stranded. Take strike one. The 0-1 to Cowden. Take strike two. 0-2 to Josh. The 0-2 to Cowden. One out. No one on here in the top of the ninth. Fouled out of play down the third baseline. So Josh has had the only pinch hit at bat tonight, right, Tucker? Uh, correct, yeah. So on the year, BYU is now 5 for 14 and pinch hit opportunities. Like that. That's getting it done, hitting in the 300s. The 0-2 to Cowden. Brought the barrel through, tried to hold up. He goes. It'll be a strikeout for Josh. And two are gone here in the top of the ninth. By the way, the new pitcher, he did come in here for the ninth inning. The southpaw, Micah Ashman. Ashman is on the hill for Utah. Seventh pitcher used tonight. And there may be an eighth as coach Gary Henderson's coming on out with Alex Sardina due up. And he'll ask for the ball. A 60-second break for a pitching change here in Salt Lake City. We're in the top of the ninth. Two out for BYU. Pitching change for the Utes in the game the Cougs lead by score of 10-3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Zach McCleave enters the game for Utah. The eighth pitcher for the Utes. No pitchers gone two complete innings for Utah. 
They've had four pitcher or three pitchers go one and two thirds on a staff day for the Utes and a staff day for the Cougs. BYU's pitched seven. Carter Foss, the seventh of seven. Ozzie Pratt will pinch hit now for Alex Sardina here in the top of the ninth. Two out, no one on for BYU. Sidearm action from McCleave. Zach McCleave making his sixth appearance. He last pitched one week ago today, Tuesday game at Fresno State. Pitched a third of an inning. Got the job done. Yeah, he's been their uh, eighth or ninth inning guy in the past, but they got a new guy from Solid Community College closing for him, so he hasn't had too much of a role yet this year, which is shocking. He's got a good arm. One save on the year, a 0.00 ERA as he goes two balls and a strike to Ozzie Pratt. I'll never forget the grand slam at uh, the tied ball game that uh, Jelich hit to right field off McCleave mm. to, to win that game uh, three years ago. And the submariner Watch McCleave. The speed. As Ozzie Pratt take him up the middle. Diving stop by the second baseman. He turns and fires to first to get Pratt at first. A well done backhanded play by the second baseman, Fry, and Fry fires to Beza to end the Cougars' top of the ninth with a light rain following. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Utes down to their final three outs. BYU a seven-run lead. 10-3 Cougs for BYU in the top of the ninth. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was no one left on. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. BYU 10, Utah 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 10-3, BYU leading Utah. Well, it's, uh, it's law and order here in downtown Salt Lake City. Last out of the last inning from Cop and the new pitcher for BYU, Justice. Justice Riser enters, making his sixth appearance. He's pitched eight and a third, 2.16 ERA in his eight and a third. He's given up five hits, five runs, two of them earned. He struck out 11 to two bases on balls. Justice Riser, the eighth pitcher for BYU. The Utes have also used eight. First battery faces is Alex Beza. Left-handed hitting Beza. Facing the lefty Justice Riser. Ball one to Beza. Beza. Got to come get that. To center field, Mitch. Running in on it. Sees it drop in front of him. So a single to short center and the Utes in the bottom of the ninth have the lead runner on in a game they trail by seven. Yeah, just uh, off the end of the bat. Just bloop single that lands in between short and center. Great pitch by Justice. So Alex Beza, the six foot four, 230 pound senior out of West Jordan, Utah, a Hawaii transfer. He's at first now with Riser facing Matt Richardson. The right-handed hitting Richardson versus the southpaw riser. BYU 10, Utah 3. Cougs have gone three straight scoreless innings. The Utes put three on the board in the bottom of the eighth to make it a little more interesting. They need a lot more where that came from. BYU trying to get out of here with a well-earned win. 10-0 lead they had to work with. Town 10-3. That ball's dirted to good Peterson. Block. Yeah, good block by Chase. So kept the baseball in front of him as it goes to one ball, one strike. Bases at first, and Richardson's in the batter's box. Carter Booth is due up. The righty hitting Booth with three Ks on the day. And that's ball two delivered low and away. 
to Matt Richardson. Richardson now two for his last 22 at the plate. He started every game at shortstop for Utah. Grounded out 4-6-3, 4-3, and then flew out to center. Grounded up the middle, handled Good by job. Justice. The throw to Brock for hey, one. Hey, why not? And on to first for two, a why double not? play. Why not? Two gone for BYU in the bottom of the ninth. Austin Deming, who's moved over to first, finished off that DP that starts with Justice Riser fielding his position well. Yep. And then a laser to second base where Watkins catches, touches, and fires to Deming at first. Two gone and no one on here in the bottom of the ninth. Well I'll, done. I'll see your CNI single, Beza, and I'll <laughs> turn a double play to get me with two. Nicely done, Riser. 1-6-3 in your scorebook? Yep. And a call strike to Carter Booth. And is that the third or fourth double play this game? I know for sure it's the third. Well, there was the 5-U-3, yeah. the 4-6-3, and now the 1-6-3 for BYU defensively. Ball one and strike one through two pitches to Carter Booth. Booth on a night of Ks. Well, and I'll say this. Before you go in there, Greg, Riser is probably so happy right now to make that good throw to second because, you know, last Saturday, Friday in that game, yeah. you know, he had that bunt, that, and he's one of our best fielding pitchers. He makes the play every time in practice. You know, he spiked that one ball, and, you know, the inning kind of got away from us, and we lose 3 nothing. but he was able to make a good throw to Brock there for the double play. Confident throw to start the DP. Yeah. And that goes to three balls and a strike from Justice Riser with two out, no one on. We're bottom nine, and the Cougars looking to close out the Utes. Let's well, the 3-1 and a seven-run lead. Grounder to third. Ozzie handles, goes arm. to the ground, fires yes, to first, the stretch. Yes, and he the did. out at first. It's a 5-3. A great it. play by Ozzie Pratt, who comes in late at third base. Both he and Deming, who made their switch late, figure in a ninth inning that ends with BYU sending the Utes down to a 10-3 defeat. Oh, I love being Utah. It goes 5-3 on the ground out to end this one. Some good defense played by BYU in the ninth inning to close out a 10-3 victory. Cougars win it to go to 9-5 on the year. The Utes fall to 11-4-1. The Cougars, after dropping back-to-back games in Salt Lake, have won one. And Coach Littlewood is now even in his career mark against Utah at 13-13. We'll take a break. Post-game coverage begins after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.